0: And welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. I'm Doug the Translator, and in this week's episode, I'll go through the playoff tournament for Division 1, the promotion relegation games in Div 2 and 3, and also the news of the week, around Japan. Let's go! Welcome back everyone to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Sorry, it hasn't been very weekly lately. Uh been... A little bit isogashi, a little bit busy, Um, but also had a bit of a problem with my voice, which isn't ideal for a translator or for a podcaster. But I'm back, just in time for finals footy in Div 1, promotion relegation footy, Div 2, all happening, starting this week. The last two weeks of Japan Rugby League 1, so exciting times, exciting times. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, the COVID restrictions are uh, just as strict as ever for Japan rugby teams, but uh, for everyone else, it's um, not too bad. Everyone's still wearing masks, uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. I think there's kind of uh, rules for how many people can eat out together, technically, but, um, yeah, like I said, I'm not experiencing any of that. I haven't eaten out uh, this year, I think, yet. so, um, yeah it's gonna be fun time as soon as we're out of league one just gonna be gorging going every, going for a bit of yakiniku bit of ramen sorry ramen. and uh yeah but uh also obviously the rest of the world is uh, opening up to tourists you can travel Japan still got an entry cap uh but um yeah there's been a formal request from the Japan tourism industry to the Ministry of Land infrastructure transport and tourism to try and reopen the borders to tourists of Japan. Japan currently has like I said that daily entry cap and uh they've got like of COVID-19 warning level thing so still uh yeah not letting many people in. Um basically the request is trying to scrap that because yeah, Japan's one of the last countries to open up to tourists and uh there's so many tourists before COVID. Um just hoping to get people in before they start losing interest in Japan, you know, out of sight, out of mind, I guess. Um, and yeah, it's not just them. In the tourism industry, uh, a lot of other uh, politicians are kind of concerned about the economy, trying to get that money back in, so hopefully that means uh, we get we get those tourists in. Uh, I think Kishida, the prime minister, announced that they were going to ease the restrictions next month, but uh, there's nothing set in stone, no... Yeah idea what easing it means so I think people are starting to get a bit anxious uh, especially because we had golden week uh, a few weeks ago and that's basically a week where a lot of the national holidays um, are together in Japan a lot of people travel a lot of people take time off there um, to make it a real long sometimes up to 10 day holiday which is pretty big for Japan and um, a lot of Japanese people traveled overseas during that so uh, yeah it seems a bit weird that they can travel overseas but People can't travel into Japan, so hopefully for everyone who's listening to this outside of Japan, you'll be able to come in. But we are obviously a rugby podcast here, so go through the uh, news of the week on stuff outside of League One. And for anyone who hasn't heard, Japan's had a pretty successful tour of uh, Australia being unbeaten. Uh, They first played the Fijiana, uh, women's Fiji team, uh, in the Gold Coast, winning 28-14 then they played the Aussie Barbarians, won twenty four ten 10 in that one. Uh, and then finally uh, played against the Australia women's team, winning 12-10, uh, which obviously caps off a great tour uh, in preparation for the Rugby World Cup, which will be played later this year. Uh, shows yeah, great growth from the women's team after, I think, the last time they played Aussie in twenty. 20- 19 uh they lost 46-3 so a big turnaround there showed a lot of grit in a defense um yeah keeping the aussie team the Wallaroos to 10 points two unconverted tries so um yeah great result there hopefully uh not too many people watch uh women's rugby over here i think it's put it a bit more on the map so hopefully uh, that continues um and yeah any exposure to rugby over here is a good thing for us. Uh, COVID obviously hit at a terrible time. Everyone loved the Rugby World Cup 2019. Uh, everyone was keen as to get into rugby the first few games before the season was stopped because of COVID in 2020. There were heaps of people there. Great uh, turnout. Um, and yeah, COVID kind of stopped that momentum. So hopefully we can start to get that back now. We're slowly getting out of the uh, COVID uh, era, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it for the news of the week. Next uh we got the playoffs, like I said in the intro, the semifinals for Div 1. Uh Div two and three are already finished apart from promotional relegation battles. Uh, just got four teams left in the in the hunt uh, to be the champions in the first ever Japan Rugby League one. It's a bit uh yeah, unfortunate. The top four is basically confirmed before the last round, the sixteenth round, of Covid. Uh, the Teo de Verblitz still were technically able to get into that top four if they bet uh, Santoli and if other results went their way, but uh, they had a COVID case, game got cancelled, Santoli got the win by default, uh, which meant Toshiba were through before they played their game. Um, so yeah, that was a bit of a shame, but I uh, would that, the top four uh, teams of this first season were the... Santuri Goliath, the Panasonic World Knights, the Kubota Spears, and Torshiba Brave Lupus, who, uh, surprised a lot of people came up. There are a few, uh, teams vying for that last spot. Torshiba being one, two, or another, and Canon the other. Uh, Canon improved a lot from last season, but it wasn't quite enough to get into that top four. Torshiba playing really well, especially in the second half of the season, I think. So, um, yeah, that top four makeup means that the semi-final, uh, first semi-final, um, at Hanazono in Osaka will be on the Saturday, uh, the 21st of May at 2.30 between the Santori San Goliath against the Toshiba Brave Lupus Tokyo. So, uh, yeah. Just talked about the growth from the Toshiba team. Think they've been playing well. They actually bet Santori last time out. So, uh, yeah, big, big result there. That went a big way into guaranteeing their. Spot in that semi final, so that'll be a great game. Santori will be looking for revenge, they don't often lose to the same team twice. Uh, so I'm picking Santori, uh, 1 to 12 here, but should be a cracker. Uh, and then the other semi, you've got the Panasonic Saitama Wild Knights against the Kubota Spears. Uh, yeah, again, Kubota have been growing every year. Uh, got a great forward pack, got good stability in their back line as well, but I think, uh, the Wild Knights are going to be too strong. They haven't have lost a played game yet this season. They lost two games first, uh, first up at the start of the season because of COVID, but haven't lost since, so I'm picking them. I think it should be a tight one. Panasonic don't historically start too well in their games, but they come back second half Their uh, Impact from the benches has been immense, uh, especially this season. So they've uh, yeah, scraped a few wins because of their impact in the last few minutes of a uh, few games. So I think it's not going to, uh, be a huge score, but picking one to twelve for Pana. and then like I said, uh, the promotion relegation games are on to see who makes it up into uh, Division One, Division Two, Division Three, etc. Uh, in Division Two, they've already had their finals with the uh, Hananzono Kintetsu Liners beating the Mitsubishi Juko Sagamihara uh in the first first second playoff, 34-22 to get automatic promotion to uh, Div 1 next year, so congrats to them, they also had three players named in the uh, Japan Wider training squad, so uh, yeah, congrats to them, great performance, and that means that the two teams playing in promotion relegation games, uh, to go up to Division 1 from Division 2 are the Dinobores and the Honda Heat, the Honda Heat are playing uh, two games, they are originally supposed to be home and away, but yeah uh one's in tokyo one's in osaka the teams are from chiba and mia so chiba's not too far away from tokyo so i guess that's close to a home game but yeah it's uh don't really know why there's two games when they're not home and away but anyway uh yeah mia are playing the green rockets nec green rockets uh on the friday the 20th of may and then the following week as well again on friday seven o'clock both games uh and the way that it works in terms of who goes through is not on uh, points for and against from both games unless you end up on the same competition points. So, if one team wins with a bonus point in that first game, they get five points, the other team zero. Uh, and then to go into for and against the team that lost the first round would have to get a bonus point win in the second, etc. So, um, yeah, if you get a bonus point win first round up, uh, it puts you in the box seat, you just have to basically get a bonus point or. Not let the other team get a bonus point and you are definitely through. Uh, and then the other promotion relegation game is the Dinobores against the uh, NTT Communications Shining Arcs. Again, uh, the Shining Arcs were leading Rico Black Rams going into this final week. They lost to Corbe quite convincingly, but if uh, Dokomo had bet Rico, then uh, Rico would have been in that bottom two and uh, playing in this promotion relegation battle instead. But uh, Docomo had COVID cases, they weren't able to make a team. Uh, Rico got five points automatically and that cemented the shining arc spot in the promotion relegation battle. So again, unlucky for them. Uh, but their games are on the two Saturdays uh, as opposed to the Fridays for the other uh, promotion relegation game. We've got the first game at midday at 12 o'clock at Chichibunomia as well like that first game uh but just again like i said on the saturday uh the 21st and then we have the second game a week later on the 28th from 440 uh at the hanazono stadium in osaka so again not home and away. uh this time both teams are from kanagawa and chiba so yeah tokyo It's quite close. That first game is not going to be too bad. The second game, both teams are going quite far away to Osaka to play. So again, not too sure why they're doing it there. Uh, And then lastly, uh, for Division 3, the Shoki Shuttles were automatically promoted to the second Div uh, by winning that final. So congratulations to them. Uh, Senex were the other team who were in their top three, but their team is disbanding at the end of the year. So uh, they aren't playing a promotion relegation battle. The only team with a chance to be Demoted or relegated from Division 2 are the Actives Hiroshima, who finished 6th in Division 2. They're playing Shimizu Blue Sharks from Division 3 who finished in 2nd place. Uh, so their games are both on Saturday first one being played in Aichi uh, is at midday on the 21st. Uh, next they're playing in Tokyo uh, a week later on the 28th at 2.30. So again uh whoever wins out of those will be in division two. Uh Sky Actors will be looking to keep their place there, or the Blue Sharks who have been a real surprise from that third div playing really well will be hoping to get uh the points to get up into division two. So yeah, that gives a rundown of the next two weeks. Um this is the first year ever that they're having two promotion relegation games for each. Uh to decide who's going up and down, which I think is uh yeah, interesting. Um it's not too often that you have to play the same team twice, uh, yeah, but we'll see how it goes, uh, like I said, sorry for, uh, the long delay in episodes, uh, being all go with our games at the Dinobores, and also, um, yeah, had a bit of a voice issue as well, which, uh, wasn't optimal to, uh, podcasting or translating, to be fair, um, but yeah, like I said at the start, sorry, rambling again, two more weeks of the, uh, Two more weeks of League One to go. It's been a long season with a lot of regulations, a lot of rules, but um, hopefully it ends with a lot of good rugby. But, yeah, uh, full credit to the boys. Uh, It was a game of two halves, and, yeah, rugby was all another day. Thanks for listening, and I'll uh, catch you next week. Adi, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW Podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it, And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro Checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week.